This episode of the Red Stick Podcast, sponsored by El Rio Grande Mexican Restaurant. If you're looking for authentic home-style Mexican food and the best margaritas you'll ever salt your lips with, go see our friend Raul Erdialis and the fun-loving staff at Baton Rouge's oldest Mexican restaurant, El Rio Grande. 8334 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Frank's. Well, they she did lose her earning capacity because when people found out she was trying to fucking scam this old lady, they didn't let her steal the old lady's money. So yeah. technically, she and did lose and her it, earning capacity. And it scared all the other old people and all the families of the old people who went that, to the council and aging. That were going to sign were shit, gonna over sign to shit over. There's families were like, don't right, you fucking so that sign makes anything. Sense. That so yeah, makes she sense. lost earning capacity. And, and future uh, trustee, yeah, yeah. she she couldn't. She's no longer gonna be the easy trustee of some future wills. All right, so maybe she's got a case. Welcome to the Red Stick Podcast. Today's guests are Sunday Weathers of Sunday's Disposition fame, and from the family dinner, comedian Evan Rabelais. Now here's your host, the Red Sticks comedian in chief. Jeremy White. All right, yes, we're rolling here at El Rio Grande, 8334 Airline Highway, just north of Florida, across from Frank's. Welcome back, folks. I am your host, Jeremy White. How are you, sir? Sunny weather's to my right. I'm chewing, you fuck. Chewing. Still chewing. Uh, while he chews, I'm going to introduce our uh, last-minute replacement guest. Uh, we love having this guy on all the time. Uh, we love having from, him in so much. We didn't even invite him. We were just like, God, I can was you planning make it? on having you in next week, but we uh, we had a special guest, and he uh, didn't put it on his calendar. And he told me to remind him, and I reminded him earlier this week. But he apologized profusely. He says I'm putting it on my calendar for next week, so he'll be on next week, and we'll wait till next week because uh, I don't want to jinx it. So two weeks in a row, Evan Rabelais. Evan Rabelais. Hello. Hey, it's how are me. you? It's Evan Rabelais. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say the, the the best damn producer of comedy in Baton Rouge right now. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You Some you're... people would disagree. You thought you were going to get called the best damn comic in Baton Rouge. I'll take what well, I can a goddamn do good comic as well, but oh, fucking produ- look, producing is harder than, than doing comedy, I would say. I mean. Of course you would, because you were terrible at both. I was. I, was. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll take the... Being the best at the lesser of the creatively fulfilling roles, sure. <laughs> hey, if you can't, yeah, just look. following Jeremy's footsteps. I'm the PE you? teacher of comedy. It's like, well, those who can't teach. <laughs> hey, hey, you always got civics and free enterprise to fall back on because you know you teach that class. I, once but a day. I can't coach baseball, so I can't teach those classes. <laughs> That's a good analogy. I like that. It's the true. PE teacher is true. Uh, but yeah. I also can book me. Okay. Well, cool. What's been happening with you? I know uh, you were just showing me some awesome video. Or book uh, him to book people for you. No, don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. I don't want to run any more shows. No. No. It's the last thing oh. I want to do. No, because you might get uh, unsolicited text from a booker about mm. uh, Arizona I don't, Loop. Oh, boy. I don't want to even get into that. I thought I was going to say, I thought that was all off-air stuff. That was off-air stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, the guy had a, uh, he's like 80 years old and he's got Cajun clickers. Uh, You're still website. talking about Yeah, it. it's all fair stuff, Jeremy. Okay. So, uh, gossip no, during the sh- time for gossip. You were showing me some awesome video that, uh, we was weren't taken. talking about that thing we're not talking about on air, are we? No. <laughs> then we're not talking about that other thing that we were talking about off air. No. So, you were showing some awesome video taken from Mike Onray's recent album recording at, uh, Damn Gary right. Atomic Pop Shop listening party two weeks ago. Yeah, it was, it was so good. It was so good. Uh, we got uh, four cameras in that tiny ass room, yeah. filming some really, really great video. And uh, Jason and Lafayette did the audio, and it sounds incredible. Fantastic. So Jason, Jason Leonard. Leonard, yeah. yeah. Jason Leonard. He, look, if you want to say best damn producer in Louisiana, it's Jason Leonard. That dude is incredible. Really? Oh yeah. I, I I'm in all the the things he can book. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, well, awesome. So, uh, any timetable on when we might expect something on a? Uh, we'll we're have it on Pirate Bay tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are. We're in the editing phases. We, we're getting uh, the mixing. We're doing the mixing right now for the uh, sound levels and getting make sure all the microphones were cohesive in the recording. Coming this summer. Uh, then to a Pirate uh, Bay near you. We're all. Mike is gonna get, be getting notes from like me and Robert Rao and our friend Sarah and all that. We're gonna basically. Uh, not group think it, but he's going to get advised on what we all think mm. should happen with the cuts and the edits and all that. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Awesome. Uh, 
It takes as long as it takes. That's a, that's the uh, that's the best time frame I'm gonna get. It'll get done when it gets done. Exactly. There you go. Nice. Well, uh, don't let me ruin the uh, the process by rushing I'm, you. Get everyone done right. will know when it's ready. Trust me. I'm gonna right. blast that shit on Hell Facebook. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, before we started rolling, we were talking about bosses getting fired, uh, and were we? Uh, yeah, we were. You, you may have had anyway. The famous boss got fired uh, by a guy who's famous for firing people this week oh, or yesterday. Okay, okay. Yeah, we cool. were. I thought yeah. we were doing some more off-air stuff. No, 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 like, no, ah. no, no. Uh, so I keep working, work, Jeremy. <laughs> There's a. Uh, everybody has a take on on the repercussions and why and the timing and everything about James Comey, the director of the FBI, getting fired. Yeah, I had to mute you on Facebook for a bit. No, I don't blame you. I would have yeah, too. too. I don't blame AKA you. AKA 2012 through six minutes ago. <laughs> So, uh, but aside from all of that, the the way the the stories coming out about how James Comey found out that he was fired really is like a an episode of The Office, but it would be a really bad episode because you're like, oh come on, really? They expect us? I, I know it's a comedy show, but that's just so fucking far fetched. That's I, ridiculous. I was hoping it was going to be like when Pesci got it on Goodfellas. Like he mm, walks in the room yeah. thinking, oh no, he just <laughs> fucking takes two in the back of the yeah. head. He just, James Comey walks in and sees the tarp on the floor. He's like, oh, Shit. fuck me. Yeah. Here we go. So basically, what happened was the Trump waited. walks in with a razor blade. Had to be done. In the middle with you. <laughs> Had to be done. Couldn't be helped. James Comey's ear is missing all of a sudden. Yeah, they got a ga- gas can over there. What the hell is that all he's about? Hanging, he's hanging on a fucking hook in the uh, in the back of a freezer truck. Mm-hmm. Like Anthony Stabile. Yeah. Other movie references. Yes. Yeah. Um, the whole thing is covered in trash bags, and there's lots of uh, like a Dexter scene. Yep. Dexter kill scene. So. Trump is famous for his catchphrase, you're fired, right? That's his thing. The Apprentice was always like in the oh, boardroom. Oh, going to be something really racist. Well, there's a lot of other stuff that he's famous for. But anyway, so he's sitting there, and they always show him like in the boardroom on The Apprentice, and he's directly across the table from him, just stares at him, and he goes, Evan, you're fired. Face to face, right? Great yeah. impression. He's a badass boss. He's going to fire you right there. Yeah, don't cross him. That is how I remember he's, the commercials going. Yeah. He's tough, and uh, that's why he became president, right? I, I guess. Something like that. I don't know. Y'all can't see it, but Jeremy's also doing the old uh, Clinton thumb. Yeah. You know, the, the thumb over the, the front of the hand, the like pointing at, yeah. point at you with the thumb. thumb to, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Democrat thumb is what that the, is. Yeah, it is. That's the Democrat thumb. Uh, so... Uh, that's, that comes from decades of taking other people's money. money yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the way Comey found out that he was fired um, was not in person. The letter was hand-delivered by Trump's bodyguard. They call him a body man. His bodyguard hand-delivers it to Comey's office in Washington. But, but Comey is Comey's not in L.A., there. right? Comey, at first they said he was flying to L.A. No, he likes to go early when he goes there to do a little pep talk before they were doing like a diversity conference or whatever. He likes to go visit with the guys on the field. and Hey, everything's fine in Washington. It's all good. Don't worry about me. It's just me, the director of the entire bureau. That's right. Passing through. Coming through. Shaking hands. Shaking hands and towering over people with my six... Shaking babies, kissing hands. With my six foot eight frame, because I'm a giant. And um, so he's literally in a room uh, with a TV behind him. They always have a little TV like CNN or whatever. And he's speaking to all the agents from the L.A. region in front of him. And everyone in the room can see the TV except James Comey. Well, first of all, how fucking disrespectful is it? You got the director of the FBI in there giving a pep talk. Well, if and, an emergency happens, and, they've got to yeah. know. And nobody turns off the fucking TV. It's the kind of situation I, I wouldn't it's, either. It's like, the TV's on twenty four seven. It's like getting a pep talk in like a, a like the Washington Post newsroom. You're not going to turn off the TV. I mean, they could DVR that shit. <laughs> anyway, Hold on, no ahead. spoilers, no spoilers of when we uh, nuked Korea, North Korea. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he's up there, and so everyone in the room is looking at the TV behind uh, their boss, their six foot eight, eight boss. Why are you obsessed with his height? Because he's a tall motherfucker. 
Conan's taller. Yeah. Yeah. Not right. that tall. You um, know who else is taller? The NBA. That's who. I'm a Everybody guy. there. Six, eight is impressive. John Stockton is fucking taller than him. But when your boss is six foot eight and he's. You Muggsy Bogues, 7'3. You have a TV. You see the TV, TV behind Okay, so Shaquille O'Neal is talking to the FBI. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's giving his speeches. Yeah. Big Daddy Cool in there with the FBI. But you're sitting there and you're an agent in LA. And you see behind your boss that he's fired, and he doesn't know he's fired. First, who in the crowd says, excuse me, boss? I'm sorry, wait, not boss. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Hey, man. Shut up, bitch. Hey, hey, Jimmy. Jimmy, turn around. What do you do? I mean. Hey, I heard when you're that tall, you got a short dick. Ain't that right, motherfucker? Like, what would you do in that situation? Like, if you had your boss and you had... The I would start laughing hysterically. I would too. That actually, is a very funny situation. Actually, I would go super old school and go, Hey, everybody who's director of the FBI, take one step forward. Uh, not so fast. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be a, a, a very unique situation where you have a room full of employees. And then, like, Comey turns around... He sees that, and he thinks it's like an elaborate hoax. Yeah. Because, look, the FBI's got connections. They've got a video editor. And, and you know who's known for their sense of humor and pranks? The yeah, FBI. The Bureau. The Bureau, the Bureau. Oh, yeah. All that crack in the 80s? Ha-ha. Gotcha. Yeah. That's right. Sure, That's sure, right. sure. You can't have a beard, and, and you have to have your hair cut to a certain length. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're known fucking our party jokes. That's exactly, yeah. Look, I when mean, you can't grow a beard, you've got to have a funny guy in the graphics department, yeah. okay? <laughs> I mean, did you hear what we did to Martin Luther King, wiretap and everything? I mean, that was fucking hilarious. Oh, boy, I'm, I'm glad you said wiretap. <laughs> You're just trying to fucking make this awkward for everybody, aren't you? Every time I'm on here, I'm like, I shouldn't have been on here. <laughs> I've been saying that since episode one. <laughs> Even the ones I wasn't on, I was like, fuck, I shouldn't have been on there. J. Edgar Hoover was like the Don Rickles of the FBI. It's true. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Big dick and war dress. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I was going to say something else. I, fucking, I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, whatever. So he says, he turns around and he's like, ah, oh, good joke. And then they're like, uh, he's, no. He's, he's no? looking for Ashton Kutcher, like, come on. Yeah. Oh, no, you guys, oh, you guys went cheap and got Jamie Kennedy. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> that doesn't even look like Wolf Blitzer. That's, Steve, is that you? Is that you in that video? And uh, so he says, well, all right. Well, y'all say it's not a prank. Excuse me for a second while I go in this room. Didn't he get, like, dragged into a nearby office? Like, hey, you got to come with us. Yeah, well, they had to go to get a secured line, call Washington, find out what the fuck was going on. And it's like, yeah, you're fired. And then we said, well, in that case, sir, you can't be in here. This is top secret clearance. Yeah, exactly. You you got to go. Forget what you've seen. Oh, and by the way, that that, that that FBI... Uh, high-tech, super, super secret high-tech plane that you flew in on? Yeah. How about, now, how about you go coach this time? Now you're going to... Here's a Greyhound um, ticket for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. It's Can't. in the back by the bathroom, so it'll be super convenient. Look, we'll give you one tank of gas, all right? The rest is on you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't think you're turning in mileage. <laughs> all right, and if you return this car without filling up the tank first, they are going to charge you $9 a we, gallon. And we're going to prorate your per diem. Mm-hmm. That's a bitch. Yes, so, dude. Mm-hmm. So That's how that, I want to fire all my bosses from now on. Yeah, exactly. Via the news, without them yeah. knowing first. Without them, exactly, blindside them. They just, get, uh, they just get an advocate delivered to their door. It's just like, uh, time for another day of... I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> Pretty good day. Pretty good day. At least I'm not in the obits, right? Every huh? time I've ever been fired from a job, there is that moment where I'm like... I mean, at least I got a day off. <laughs> like, I mean, like, well, I mean, the first day won't be so bad. I've got yeah. a little money. Yeah. Hey, while we're on the topic of bosses, I just found this, uh, like, right before I came over here it's on Twitter. There's apparently, Steve Harvey is uh, the boss to a few folks, people that work at his show and what have you. Apparently, he sent out an email to all the staff, and somebody didn't like it so much, and they put it out. Uh, Steve Harvey doesn't like being ambushed. Right. Uh, this is from uh, an email leaked out reportedly from a Steve Harvey TV show staffer. Uh, Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I'd like you all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show. 
There will be no meetings in my dressing room. No stopping by or popping in. No one, in all caps. Do not come to my dressing room unless, in, in, unless invited. Do not open my dressing room door. If you open my door, expect to be removed. Damn. Yeah. Fucking United, man. United Airlines. My security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. He's got a fucking security team. That's impressive. At his show. Uh, I don't see anything, anything wrong with any of this shit. I want all the ambushing to stop now. That includes TV staff. You must schedule an appointment. I have, and these are all like one lines. It's all bullet lines. points. All bullet points. Without the bullets. Um, For now. You, yeah. You must schedule an appointment. I have been taken advantage of, of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. No more. Do not approach me while I'm in the makeup chair unless I ask to speak with you directly. Man, he's, getting, he's getting his shit ready for the show. He's getting his makeup put on. He don't need somebody talking to him. Either knock or use the doorbell. I'm seeking more free time for me throughout the day. I do not want any hallway. Anyone? Wait, I, he's got a not, doorbell on his dressing room? He's got a hey, doorbell. Shoot. Yeah. All right. Look, when you're that balling, you can put whatever you want wherever say, you want. I was going to say, I'm all in Steve Harvey now. Do not wait in, in any hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. Please make an appointment. I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway and do not Or attempt, on television. Or on television, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and do not attempt to walk with me. If, you, or if you're reading this, yes, I mean you. Everyone, do not take offense to the new way of doing business. It is for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. Thank you all, Steve Harvey. I'm fucking all in on that. Good for Steve. You good? Yeah. I mean, look, that's a long time to sit in the makeup chair and have someone groom your mustache. Okay, That's an impressive mustache that requires a lot of maintenance. It takes concentration. And... And they're they're working on the mustache. Does he need to be fucking chit chatting? Flapping his lips while they're trying Does, to fix. No, fucking chatting with some well, fucking asshole intern. Oh, Mr. Steve. Well, well, I would tell Steve Harvey that the building's on fire, but I didn't make an appointment, so I guess I'll just have to talk to his people first. I mean, that is the talent, you know. I know I know you don't know what it's like to have fans or have anybody mm. ever come up to you anywhere and want to talk to you, but man, fucking the twice it happened to me were fucking super annoying. <laughs> I've been accosted at my place of business before by people that recognized me, and I was like, hey, man, I'm trying to, like, do a thing. Yeah. Please leave I'm, me alone. I'm working? <laughs> I'm not doing that thing right now. I'm doing this other thing. That's a mm-hmm. whole other thing that happens when the sun goes down. Right now the sun is up. Ignore me like a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got recognized at the mall one time, and I was like, yeah, hey. He was like, oh, yeah, I met you. I was like, first of all, I met... Uh, more than just one person in my life because he didn't remember what show he met me at. And I was mm. like, and second of all, I don't know if you recall this, I was really fucking drunk. Well, you don't know what show it was. I was really fucking drunk at all of them. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's how I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of my thing. I know people that were on TV like uh, Avery Davidson used to be on Channel 9. Uh, he hasn't been on Channel 9 in over a decade, literally. And people will still come up to him and say, I see you on TV all the time. I love you on Channel 9. Oh, those people recorded that one episode and just play it on repeat because they have Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's actually more 50 First Dates where they just record that episode and they just, every day they wake up and watch that same tape because their family doesn't want them to think that time has passed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Nope. Today is 1978. Good job. We're there. Mm-hmm. I know some old people, they, they, you don't need to help them with that. They still think it's whatever. They can see 2017 and go, this is a great sci-fi feature. Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, I fucking love Steve Harvey, especially when he's on Saturday Night Live. It's not him. It's not, not it's, him. It's Keenan. It's Keenan. Yeah. Actually, I, like I, Kenan, prefer, I prefer the imitation better than the original. Look, actually, I like when Keenan does that French guy in the bathtub. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Actually, fucking Steve Harvey really is. I fucking really do like Steve Harvey. I, I, just, I want to shit on him, but God damn it, I like Steve Harvey. Look, the answer is penis. It ain't penis. The answer, penis. Oh, it's penis. <laughs> I, I like him on that show. I've never watched his talk show, but I like him on fucking Family Feud. And the questions have I gotten like his fucking stand-up. ridiculous, though. It's all Because they're not- setting him up to fuck with dumb hillbilly motherfuckers. That's what I love about it. Everybody knows, except the dumb hillbilly assholes on that show, that Steve Harvey's fixing to come over and make you 
a YouTube sensation for the rest of your life. Have you seen the video of Steve Harvey from like when he was at the River Center like 20 years ago Mm-mm. on the uh, I think it was one of the Def Jam tours? It was no, incredible. 20 really? years ago it would have probably been uh Kings of Comedy. Maybe it was. Yeah, it would have been Kings of Comedy. But whatever, I've always liked his stand up too. Dude, no, he there's a video he was ripping into Baton Rouge. Like they were all competing on Family Feud. I fucking, I fucking like him even better now. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, tell me again how, how terrible Steve Harvey is. I didn't say he was terrible. I think he's a piece of shit, but I don't think he's terrible. If that makes sense. Well, he's from I, Chicago. I know Chances a lot of people are. that are pieces of shit. I fucking still, I'm all in on their team. I'm looking at one right now, Evan. Hey, I'm bad. I'm just saying, he's a Chicago native, so chances are he's... He shot somebody? Uh, that too. I think everybody in Chicago shot somebody statistically at this uh, point, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, probability. Per capita. Yeah. yeah. Per ca- yeah I went on vacation there, murdered six people. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not a fan. I've, I've, I've watched it a couple times. It just, it, 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 yeah, they, they're, they're working too hard for the easy laughs. For me, I just, I'm a Richard Dawson. Uh, I miss the home it, improvement guy. Nah. Oh. Oh, my God. I miss Ray Combs. He fucking hung himself in a closet. Exactly. Yeah. Richard Dawson, you mean the fucking the fucking creep that was always like, oh, hey, let me make out with your yeah. nine-year-old up here at the podium. Love, Who's this, see- your mom? <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, it was a daytime thing. It wasn't right after the news at night, like right before prime time. It was a midday thing, and you get to watch Richard Dawson, who I loved in Hogan's Heroes, and you get to see a guy with a faint British accent. You know, try to make out with uh, a mom and a sister and an aunt all at one time. That explains right there. so much about who you are now, yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. Just me and my mom and my aunt sitting around watching some daytime television. Yeah. We watched our serials and then we watched our game shows. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, uh, by the way, did you my know My programs. The, the guy My shows Real quick uh, Hogan's Heroes the, the the guy who played Frenchie The French guy uh, Was actually He's still alive by the Dutch. way Dutch He's actually still alive At like 95 or something like that He survived the Holocaust The only person in his family Survived it That was a fun fact yeah. Jeremy Yeah And he did a show about Nazis How much oh, makeup to, How much makeup did they use To cover up the barcode Alright let's just Wait Get real cheerful all of a sudden Wait so is that a, Is that a real fact Or did you say He survived the holocaust Because he was on Hogan's Heroes And it was about a Nazi camp <laughs> I no, think he I think he just survived. made All this up Because like No he, he did He survived As a teenager mm-hmm. And The vicious Sergeant Schultz killed his whole family. Because people talk about the show and the premise, and how do you sell that show within 15, you know, 15, 20 years after World War II? And this guy who who did survive the Holocaust was like, yeah, I'll be part of it. So meanwhile, he just having flashbacks during the show. That's why his acting was so good. Maybe. He's the one that fucking murdered Bob Crane in that porn shoot he was doing. Oh, man. So we talked about Ray Combs. Ray Combs hung himself, right? Yep. Uh, we've talked about Wink, uh, not Wink Martindale, but uh, Peter Tamarkin. Crashed his plane delivering organs. Yeah, that, yeah. And no whammies. <laughs> delivering no whammies. organs to children. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> not that kind. Yeah, the whammies got him that oh. day. <laughs> and then, uh, what we were just talking about the. Bob Crane. Bob Crane, Bob Crane from Hogan's Heroes. There's a movie about it uh, where he. Yeah, apparently, like, he was into some crazy sex shit and somebody be- beat him to death. Back before uh, videotape, I want to say, maybe the. Uh, but they were, like, Super 8 movies yeah. or whatever. Um, and, he was into uh, some crazy movies. weird porn shit. Yeah, and then they would exchange tapes and stuff like that and. Did, who, did he kill himself or somebody else killed him? I think he was killed. I think I'm 99% certain he was murdered uh, by somebody. It's a, it's, yeah, because it's still an unsolved mystery. Still? Yeah. Wow. Fucking Robert Stack couldn't get to the bottom of that shit. Damn. And, mm-hmm. uh, Just get a Netflix documentary series about it. They'll figure it out in like 10 minutes. And this David, is true. David Carradine. Was it David Carradine or his kid that... Died jerking off. No, in a it was Carradine. It was yeah, David yeah. Carradine. It should have been his son. I don't even know who his son is. David Carradine Jr. Oh, whatever. Uh, original. He was on the Return of Kung Fu. Nice. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Every time I watch uh, Kill Bill, I think I see David Carradine. Like, this is depressing. Let's go back to the Holocaust, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do it. Hey, here's something exciting and kind of politically related. You shared 
Uh, apparently, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. The Rock. Is considering running for uh, president. Robert Rouse jokes are coming to life. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for all of his joke premises to become real because Robert is my favorite person. And he has some of the greatest premises. Like... I can't get into that right now. Oh. That's his material. Um, he can share no. it in his own. Okay. Apparently, okay. he has one about The Rock being president. He mentions it. Wow. He mentions it. In passing. Look, so. if we got to vote for a fucking celebrity to be president... I could get behind the fucking rock. There's worse options. About, yeah. There are worse. Like Triple H. I wouldn't vote for him to be no. president. No. no. Fucking Kanye talked about running for president. Uh, again, The Rock. I'll take The Rock. Yeah. I'll take the fucking rock over Trump. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, with, vice, with Vice President Hart on board with him. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought we were going to say Steve Harvey as Vice President. I was like, well, no. then I could definitely get on this ticket. I mean, he's going to remake that movie about the CIA with The Rock and Kevin Hart and just be about the presidency and vice presidency? Oh, Kevin Hart. I thought you were talking about Bret Hart. No, no, no. <laughs> I thought we were going all wrestling. I don't, I don't have all that many wrestling. Uh, I was going to say, because if we're doing that, I want, I want it to be fucking uh, Cactus Jack. Once again. Rock and Sock Connection. I have very few references for wrestling, but I have a couple, mm. and that one was not one of them. You don't know Cactus Jack? Mankind, uh, Dude Love? No. He, him and Rock were tag team champions the Rock and Sock Connection. Did not watch wrestling. Didn't watch it during Rock. rock didn't watch it ever. The Rock and Sock. Rock and Sock. Rock and Sock Connection. So uh, sock Cactus connection. Jack, who at the time was variously mankind and dude love because he had multiple personalities. Uh, oh. His finishing move was the mandible claw, which is like a nerve hole, uh, like three, two fingers into that soft palate right at the base of your tongue and while, you know, while you're pulling down on the jaw. hurts like a motherfucker if you, if you no, actually wait, wait, try they it actually on stu- yeah, They have a wrestling move that they would actually stick their fingers in another guy's mouth? Yeah. And if you do it, you know, it's, it's the, the right where your tongue meets the bottom of your mouth yeah. and you jam your fingers yeah, in there. Oh, yeah. And, and if you try and but bite you're still, down... you're still sticking your fingers in another right. man's mouth. Well, this is where the sock comes in. He would put a sock on his hand that had a face drawn on it called Mr. Socko. And he would do it with that. You know, because hygiene. Mr. Uh, Hat. So. You die. You die and you go to hell. And, and a lot of people, like, uh, you can, pretty sure you can still, uh, I, I want to say I've seen YouTube videos of it. When people try and prove, like, this is such bullshit and it's fake. Because what happens is whenever you do that to somebody. Yeah. And they try and bite down. Uh, you it, force your fingers in. It basically just forces your fingers in even deeper until oh. they can't hold it, and then they just. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Really? Yeah, it's it's a good one. How did it play on TV though? I mean, that sounds like something you would do for personal protection, not for dramatics, for theatrics in a in a wrestling match. Well, they would oversell it, you know, because he wouldn't he wouldn't actually be doing it. No. I don't know if you know this or not. Fake. It's all scripted. What? Yes. Spoiler alert! Oh God damn it! I thought it was all like Alex Jones and real as fuck. No, they're not. They're not superheroes. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, this is not MMA. Nope. Oh God damn it! Burst my bubble. Steepa, you can do it. Yeah, you so, can. So the Rock did he represent that land, son? My buddy trains with him. Oh, what? I have a guy I went to high school with. He trains with him. Damn, son. Yeah. So, uh, did he mention like a year that he may consider it? How I don't know how old is he. What, what old enough? He's old enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, he's got the minimum age. I was gonna say he he was at fucking Miami like when Miami was Miami. So he's like close to my age. He's probably mid forties, mid to late forties by now. Yeah, mid- somewhere in there. Yeah. Let's say because he he was he was he was played football for the Hurricanes in the mid in the mid nineties. Okay, then yeah, he's a little bit younger, than, but he's well into his forties. Yeah, so, yeah, he's yeah, over thirty five. Okay, so he's yeah. And he was born here. Yep. Yep. Okay. Do we have a birth certificate? Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, yep. That's what I was looking for. Just a birth certificate. Forty-five. Forty-five. Mm-hmm. Where was he born? In my, my uh, Earth. Yeah. Earth. 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 Okay. That's fine. Qualifies. Yeah. I mean, he was here. His father was from here. His grandfather was from here. They they all mm. claimed you know that they were from the islands. Hmm. <laughs> But, uh, here. I know another president with dark skin who was born in, on an island. They Trump? Had to, no. Clinton? Well, uh, he was born on Manhattan, but not dark Van skin. Van Buren. Mm. Yeah. That motherfucker. Piece of shit. <laughs> he was. Didn't he get caught in a bath? Was it Van Buren stuck in the bathroom? No, 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 no. Taft. 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 Then there's that awful president, Zachary Taylor. Well, ZT. 
13 whole days, something like that? No. no. 13th president, 35 days of president. No, that was William Henry Harrison. Was it? William Henry Harrison, typically. I know Zachary Taylor died of like pneumonia. No, he died of uh, poison cherries. The bad, he died of the bad AIDS. That's right. He bad died of AIDS. Bowl. They always say it's pneumonia, it's but he had AIDS. He had AIDS. It was, it was pneumonia by way of AIDS complications. Yeah, yes. yeah exactly. Oh, it was bad bowl of cherries. Like, uh, Lack of cherries. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say Too he was straight. Yeah. Too yeah. many cherries, if you ask me. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ram, ram, dong. Uh, but yeah, so uh, hopefully, if The Rock does run for president, his, he doesn't draw an opponent named Paper. And, and uh, I hope whoever fights Chris Weidman next I regret next sending you to that fucking article now. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I fucking hate Chris Weidman. <laughs> I don't. Bitch, I you love don't. the Sarah Longo camp. Who's that? Mm-hmm. We're talking to MMA. Oh. I don't like him because he tried to pretend like he was hurt, and then it was like, it was a legal strike. No, no, I'm good. I know a lot of people who are gaming the system too. I like Matt Sarah. Fucking Matt Sarah is my. D- I f- Sarah Longo's great too. Like Ray Longo from Sarah yeah, Longo. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bunch of on his fucking chest. <laughs> great shit. Yeah, that whole fight camp. Ally Quinta, fucking er- Aljamain Sterling. Yep, yep. Love him. Uh, who's the? Oh, oh. You know who I hate more than Weidman though. Uh, and actually, I liked Weidman up until that. Right. Uh, and actually, no, I take that back. I started disliking Weidman after he got uh, the brakes beat off of him by Rockhold and then got his fucking, his whole shit broke. By Yoel? By Yoel. And then he was like, then he still talked shit to Bisbee like, hey, hey, you just you just got fucking dusted twice in a row. I will say, Don't focus on like you, you aren't anything. Focus on you, but, you know, still a great and, fighter. And now I feel the same way about Luke Rockhold. Like, yeah, oh, no, I, I've never watched Cry Rockhold. Baby Bitch. What's his name? Luke, Luke Rockhold. Rockhold. I thought that was a Flintstones character. He was. Okay. He should have been. And Yoel Romero was like, I'll fight anybody for an interim title. There ain't no fucking interim title, bitch. The champion's fighting. There was nothing fluent like that in Yoel's speech. No. I'll fight anybody. I'll fight anybody. I'll fight you, Michael Bishop. Yeah. Yoel, is that you? <laughs> I get so I know you. I know you, Michael Bishping. I take steroids. I know I don't. I don't. Uh, so somehow this dude's like forty-seven and more looks jacked like a than Marvel the Rock. character. Like if you took the Rock and put steroids in him and then like shoved him a foot no, smaller. Like, yeah, no, he's like a concentrated version yeah. of the Rock because he's like a foot shorter than the Rock. Like, like freeze dried. Yeah, his, his neck is the size of my chest. It's insane. Jesus. Yet somehow he weighs 180 pounds. Yeah. No. Fire plug is what you want. Yeah. Completely got, natural, though. He's got no water in him. None. Totally dehydrated. He, he's got some liquid in him. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just really good at getting it out of his system before a test. He's good friends with that uh, woman, Diana. Ball. Diana Ball. Diana Ball. Uh. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> and you know, if, if nothing else, this is why I don't want to be on this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh man, y'all should have taken out a, a, a restraining order against me. You? Uh, yeah, yeah. A temporary restraining order. So the uh, the ongoing saga. I guess we can talk about some local stuff here. East Baton Rouge Parish Council on Aging. Oh, those uh, fucking crooks. Oh my God! Well, don't stop! Don't talk bad about her. She'll she'll sue you for talking shit. Yeah, and they'll make her mom the judge. Yeah, just, she, the mom speaking, just happened to be to get the case. Speaking of fucking pro wrestling, Jesus Christ! This this McMahon family bullshit yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Tasha Clark Amar, she uh, she's the one. If you don't remember, she's uh, director she, of the council she's on the aging one here. Who allegedly conned an old lady into signing over her life savings uh, an old to lady her in her nineties? Yeah. Who told whose family didn't know she had a as far as they knew had no will, no to will live. to live or any or whatever. No will. I tried to beat him to it, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. So uh, and now all of a sudden she dies, and if next thing you know they're getting a call from Tasha Clark Amar, director of Council on Aging. Oh, I'm the trustee of your mother's will, your late mother's will. And they're like, no. I'm going to need that check, bro. sketchy about yeah, that. Yeah, $500 a month for the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. I, oh, really? Uh, how'd you pull that off? Well, I met her Tuesday. Yeah. 
and uh, shady going yeah. on here. No, no, not at all. And uh, so the and then they filed. She, Clark Amar, filed suit uh, because uh, I think family, her family was like her family said something like. This crooked bitch is trying to steal from us. Yeah, they got Nakamoto or over something there like sh- that. A, a microphone in her face, Nakamoto from Channel Two. And next thing you know, well, she backs out. She finally relents and says, "Okay, I'm gonna relent and not be part of the wheel anymore." But she's still got to get paid. So yeah. now she's gonna sue the family. Well, she's suing the family for uh, defamation, and um, <clears throat> she also got a temporary restraining order. Uh, put on them where they couldn't say anything. Mm. That is Trump level bullshit, right there. Oh yeah. Oh, oh this uh, is absolutely. beyond Trump because Trump's father isn't a judge who just does shit. Yeah. And the they allegedly. Right. I'm sorry, I don't want to get sued for definitely allegedly. Allegedly. But so if the, she wants to take half my bills, feel free to so try. The they rotate how the the Clark, it was filed in city court, and it just so happens that Tasha Clark Amara's mother is Judge Janice Clark, and it just so happened that this case got assigned. To Judge Janice Clark. All by happenstance. All by happenstance. happenstance. Like uh, a week before, like two or three weeks before the end of April. And you know, since all... she's a judge, she's above bias, so of course yeah. she doesn't need to well, you know they draw give lots. someone else right. the case. They draw lots for that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. And so when it comes out that it's been assigned to Janice Clark, like two weeks after she got it, they're putting out statements, well, of course we understand that she has to recuse herself and everything. It's like, like Ted Knight, well... We're waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Are you waiting for Nakamoto to come shove a microphone in your fucking face? Catch you yeah, in the parking yeah. lot about it? It seems like that's the only way you people do anything is if Nakamoto, you should. I don't know. So, uh, but apparently the what, what judge. What do you mean by you people? You people. Never mind. The, the Clark Amar family. I'm going to leave. Yeah. Um, so this morning, uh, it, he did, she did recuse herself, and the, it's in the hands of Judge Tarvel Smith. And he lifted the... Uh, Who probably used to date her or some yeah, bullshit. something like that, like back in high school or something. <laughs> Babysatter, you know, it was like yeah. a gym teacher. And uh, so he lifted Creepy the restraining uncle. order so they can they can talk, but they're still not talking because there's a lawsuit going on. Of course. Because there's still a defamation lawsuit there filed against them. And uh, so in court records obtained by WBRZ News 2 Investigative Unit, Tasha Clark Amar claimed Helen Plummer's family, that's the old lady, her, her family defamed her in a series of news reports at a luncheon where they spoke to a crowd. The lawsuit states Clark Amar has been suffering from... Now tell me this doesn't sound like the side effects listed in a fucking drug ad. Uh, mental anguish... An alleged drug ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mental anguish, distress, medical and pharmaceutical expenses. And cancer. Inconve- an one. Inconvenience, fear and fright. Incontinence. Embarrassment. Humiliation. Aggravation. Loss of ability to participate in normal activities. Bleeding from the eyes. Bleeding from the anus. Emotional distress. Pain and suffering. Loss of reputation. And loss of earning capacity. You know, I pretty much thought you... Well, she did lose her earning capacity because when people found out she was trying to fucking scam this old lady... They didn't let her steal the old lady's money, so yeah. technically she and did lose and it, her earning capacity. And it scared all the other old people and all the families of the old people who went that, to the council on aging. That were going to sign shit over to were going to sign shit over. Those families were like, don't right, you fucking so sign anything. Sense. So that yeah, she sense. lost earning capacity and, and future uh, trustee. Yeah, capa- yeah. Yeah, she, she couldn't, yeah. She's no longer going to be the easy trustee of some future wills. Yeah, all right, so maybe she's got a case. Yeah, maybe Potentially, so. Potentially, but you know. It's still a fucked up situation that should have happened to begin with. But here's the other thing. Judge Tarville Smith lifted the restraining order in court Wednesday morning. Smith said the case needs to be heard in the 19th Judicial District Court, not city court. So why did they why did they file it in city court in the first place? Because I mean, that's where her fucking mom are is. Are you sure? Are you sure that's why she did that? You allegedly. can't be sure of anything. Yeah, I can't be sure Are of anything. Are you sure allegedly. she filed in the city court hoping that her mom would get the case and nobody would notice and she wouldn't recuse herself and she'd have her way? I mean, we can't be sure that she did or did not do anything. I can't confirm nor deny that my opinions are alleged or unalleged at all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we were talking about a completely different situation, yeah. I'd say she's a fucking crook. 
Right. But that would be a completely That's different a completely situation. Completely hypothetical that has situation. nothing to do with this situation. No, no. basis in reality. No, no. Purely speculation. Pure speculation. Mm. But, uh, but I mean, if this was like something completely unrelated to this, like nothing yeah. to do with it, a completely different situation, I'd say whole fucking family of crooks. All of them need to go to jail and disband whatever organization oh. they would be representing in this oh. other alleged non-related action if. thing. Correct. Oh, I got to correct myself real quick, real quick. Oh, ho. Oh. Clark Amar did not appear at the hearing. Clark Amar's mom, Judge Janice... one of Janice, my favorite candy bars, Clark Amar. <laughs> Judge Janice Clark is assigned the case. She had not recused herself as of late Wednesday afternoon. We are recording this on late Wednesday afternoon. Mm. And she has not recused herself... She's a judge, Jeremy. She's above from bias. The case. Even though they put out a statement Maybe? five days ago saying... Well, of course she knows she's got to recuse herself. She can't have maybe, it. So maybe that's, a lot of, that's a lot of paperwork, Jeremy. Yeah. Okay, you got to get to it eventually. Mom, I mean, you has think a judge? Case. You think a judge could just be like, "Nah, bruh," <laughs> and that's it? So, all works, Jeremy. so Judge Judge Smith. I don't know if you're familiar with the Constitution of America. Mm-hmm. So the mom still has the case of her daughter's defamation suit. Hey, this might work out for the family, though. Like. I, you know, I just maybe. This is the worst m- case of helicopter parenting I've ever fucking may- seen. Maybe, maybe her daughter was a bitch, and like that's why she's not recusing herself because maybe she's trying to teach you a little tough yeah. love here, allegedly. You said that. You say you're claiming you're, defa- you're defaming my daughter. Well, I say you're absolutely right. Uh, she did that shit. Mm-hmm. My daughter's going to jail. They're, they're gonna go into court, and she's gonna be like, "And that bitch didn't eat her peas." Case dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you were seven? Remember, oh, oh, you want, she's gonna, she's gonna take the stand, and the judge is gonna be like, oh, I got a few questions. Uh, tell me about your grandma's quilt when you were seven. Remember you peed in it? Remember that? Did, did the neighbor's house really accidentally burn down? And what happened to our cat? I wanna mm. know. And the dog. Oh, they just ran away, did they? Oh, we're realizing you're a psychopath who burns down people's mm. houses and kills their pets. You're going to jail for life. Those seven dead bodies. <laughs> just, we're just gradually making her worse and worse. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, no, this isn't them. This is a situation completely unrelated to them. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This, These this, are, is, uh, the, this is the... This is not the Clark Kamar family. This is the Jones-Drew family. This is the uh, Art Kamar family. Art Carney? Art Kamar. I don't know who that is. Kamar Aiken. Yeah, Kamar that Aiken. judge is one of the worst parents ever. Uh, she's up there with LeVar Ball right now. Ooh. <laughs> uh, George Lord. I don't. I don't know. Lonzo Ball's dad. I was gonna say. I don't know. I, th- I think. Uh, I think Clark Kamar probably wears nicer shoes. <laughs> yeah. Cheaper too. Yeah. Fuck those shoes. Hideous. Terrible looking. Of course, LeVar Ball is not one for, with a fashion sense. No. I've worked, I've worked in retail long enough to see that anyone who dresses like LeVar Ball is going to be an out loud dick, for sure. Uh, people are now sending her hate mail, Clark Amar's attorney, Charlotte McGee, said. I've gotten mail personally trying to defend this lady in her personal capacity when she was mm-hmm. only trying to help someone. Uh, herself? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, that's someone, right? That's someone. Technicalities. I, I, I'm just asking. I don't know. Uh, That's Clark all court Amar- is, is technicalities. Yeah, yeah it's a technicality. So, uh, I mean, she didn't say she was trying to help an older lady. She didn't oh, say she shit. was trying to help Mrs. Plummer. Just oh, trying shit. to help someone. Just, just this is completely off topic. Uh, and and uh, this is really just for Jeremy. Uh, apparently, uh, Gravy Chambers did get arrested at the council meeting. What? I hope it was that guy that, that what, how well was he dressed? Was that? That was him. Yeah, it was. Okay, so the picture you had, I'm like, man, I thought he'd be better dressed than that. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna get kicked out of a metro council meeting, and he's you're probably like the a best commu- dressed guy there and now that Heck and Delgado weren't on it anymore. Just <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh, and speaking of Heck, can I just say, I've gotten like three fake Facebook friend requests from him in the last week. Change your fucking password. Who's this Delgado? No, Ryan Heck. Oh, Ryan Heck. Or maybe don't change your password because the fucking fake Ryan Heck on Facebook way cooler than real Ryan Heck. <laughs> I mean, at least that one tries to give me like nude pics. You sure it wasn't that Mash- Ashley Madison chick? Who? Huh? What? Let's talk about Kayla Amar some more. <laughs> Wait. Love you, Ryan. Amar Clark. That's right. Yeah. Lamar Aiken. Lamar Aiken. Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. AIDS. 
I'm just trying to get fucking away from this topic now. Yeah. Good Speaking Lord. of IHOP waitresses. Oh, yeah. Tell IHOP. me about this. So the IHOP waitress, tell us about it. She, what, pulled a knife? This is the most relatable story I've seen all week. There was a family at an IHOP, and I don't need to know what they were doing or how they were oh. treating the waitstaff, but apparently they complained that they got poor service, and so the IHOP waitress that was serving them uh, pulled a knife on them. Not only that, but they were surrounded. Surrounded by IHOP employees, and one of them pulled a knife on this family. And like they had two, the two kids were special God, needs kids. Special needs kids. You, you know how like people say like, oh, I wish I could have been there when, like, really, I wish a motherfucker, like, like if I could start, if I could start like the Make a Wish Foundation, I, my wish would be, I wish a bitch would just. <laughs> Like, if I ever get cancer and I can call Make-A-Wish, I'm just going to be like, I wish a bitch would. And they're going to be like, wish a bitch would what? I'll be like, I just wish a bitch <laughs> would, son. Just, just, I wish two bitches would. Every night at 11-11, I go to the wish a bitch woods and wish a bitch would. <laughs> that better be one of your clips. The I'm wish a, a, a bitch woods? I'm, yes. a, I'm across the street at the make a, I wish a motherfucker would. Yo. That's what I'm happy for. Oh, oh, this fuck. motherfucker about to? Oh, he about to. We're going to make a fake map, and in that map is going to be the Wish, the wish a Bitch, bitch Woods. woods. <laughs> if I it's become Indian. A de- if I become a developer, like if for some reason I become a developer and develop a subdivision, it's going to be called the Wish a, bitch wo- wish a Bitch Woods. You have to call it Wish a Bish? Yeah. Just to make it not as obvious? Yeah. yeah. Wish a Bish Woods? What's that, Iroquois? Yeah, yeah I think so. That's, that's this place. <laughs> in the, like, the big, like... Come on, you know you want to. And in this scenario at this IHOP, if I was also there, I'm not stepping in at all. I'm just going to say, well, I'm going to see how this plays out in its entirety. So, yeah. so as, you know, had this been me. And, this is and, in New York this happened, by the way. And the, of course it was in New York. And the waitress. Long Island. It was and a the waitress, knife, right? The waitress pulls a knife. A, I would just pull my own knife. And as we're waving knives at each other, I would just be telling the crowd, I think this proves I was right. <laughs> like this, <laughs> this, this is not great service. This justifies everything. Just wait till you see this Yelp review. I just said that my pancake was a little too brown. That's all I said. I asked for scrambled eggs. I asked for over easy. Obviously, it came over medium. Look, I'm now like, this bitch she stabbed my daughter. My main complaint. I ordered an orange juice 10 minutes ago. It should be here by now. Yeah. I didn't order a knife to the face. I didn't. If I had, you know what? Great service. Yeah. Excellent service Excellent if I ordered service. a knife to a face. But I did not order hey, an orange juice, hey. and it's not here yet. Still not here. No. If I'm pointing, maybe, while we're on the subject, still not here. Maybe maybe I did order a steak knife to my jugular vein. Uh, could could I see the ticket? Uh, you know, hey, sometimes I order the wrong thing. You know, sometimes I say cheeseburger when I mean hamburger. Can I double-check the menu? Maybe I ordered the, order the wrong Sometimes I'm in or the Rudy Tootie fresh and stab me. Why yeah. are there 14 of you around here? It's not my birthday. I mean, you're chanting, but it's not happy birthday. <laughs> Is this the Thunderdome? Are you bringing me the raspberry syrup? Sorry, I said waffle. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You know, that, that reminds me of first time. rule of IHOP. Hey, you stay the fuck away from my house. <laughs> At least New York isn't a, a concealed carry state because, uh, thank God, this one this one sh- got shut down here in Louisiana. House panel quashes bill to allow permitless concealed carry. They were gonna let motherfuckers just carry it's like guns. Three layers of no. They were gonna let motherfuckers carry guns without a permit, concealed. Just all right, fine. You, whatever. You don't need let any me, training. Me. Just go carry a concealed weapon, unless you're black. Yeah, but uh, God damn it, Jeremy! Really? But you don't need a permit to open carry, right? The whole I idea think, is I think it's a lot more dangerous to have some motherfucker who just went to fucking Academy Sports and bought a pistol, and he's just open carrying on his hip so everybody sees his fucking gun, making everybody uncomfortable. Because you're like, I'm looking at this dude. He's he's. Like, his left eye is looking at me, but his right eye is looking, like, three blocks away, and somehow he got a fucking, he, like, he, he, they just know. let him buy a gun. He's like, shooting one of those two places. You can tell, like, there's some chromosome damage on him, 
and he can just fucking have it. I'd rather have him have it under a coat so I don't have to know but that hey, it's there. Open carry, I know not to talk to him. Right, and the cops know he's got a gun. That's the only plus you have with open carry. Like, That's hey, I why. know he's got one, so I'm going to avoid every area with him in it. With concealed carry, I might think he's just a regular crazy person. It's like racism. You'd rather it be in the open than a concealed racism. No, no, no. not really. No. That, that analogy doesn't fly. No. No. Take no. that shit to your house and keep it there. Okay. I want to fucking well, hear about it. Uh, no, 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 because you know, you know what? There's a fucking guy at Walmart, and I see him at like 3 in the morning when I do my Walmart. And, uh, shorty shorts. He's wearing, he's wearing fucking coochie cutters. Daisy Dukes. He's in his 60s. Mm. He's always got a super tight America T-shirt. Of course. Uh, some sort of American, like an eagle or a flag or an eagle on a flag or an eagle fucking carrying a flag. Uh, eagle crying T-shirt on. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. the flag's too heavy. Uh, tucked in with no belt, which fucking offends me more than anything else. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. If you, FYI, folks, if you fucking tuck your shirt in, wear a goddamn belt even if you don't need it. You look like a fucking asshole if you don't. Especially if you're in jean shorts, you fucking loser. And, and not just jean shorts. And you tuck your shirt like in. some, there's Hooters waitresses who are like, Jesus Christ, Mister. Put some pants on. Yeah, like I can see half a nut on either side of the fucking fold. You would love Canaan's open carry bit. So, it's so good. So he's oh, this dude open carries, and he's got like a leg holster with like you know like the old western like tie straps. And his shorts are so short that neither one of the ties is actually on the shorts. They're both just on bare leg under his shorts. What the fuck? Like, to me, like, I see that dude and I'm like, I'm going to get shot in the self-checkout at Walmart one day because this motherfucker like it, it doesn't even have to be like anything other than Look, here's the this only, motherfucker but here's if he the had only like a thing. trench coat or something I could just be like well, alright now here's the only good thing about the concealed carry maybe he just likes to show his dick at ran, to random the mud. only good thing about the concealed carry thing is that then he would maybe wear jeans he's supposed to show his gun off and maybe he doesn't have to if he can wear jeans he'll wear actual pants like a real person I don't think he owns them hmm so the uh, the panel, the committee, uh, shot it down eight Over to five. Over there looking like a fucking white trash, fucking uh, Reno 911 Steve Austin. Yeah. <laughs> this, was, uh, this is not the first time they've tried to pass this type of a bill. The constitutional carry measure, they call it. This was for Why proposed- does everything have the word fucking constitution in it when it's like goddamn open carry bullshit? Like, it's, it's constant. Yeah, no, it's in the cause you can have a gun. For, like, militia purposes. Re- well regulated. Yeah. The words well regulated seem to get passed over very, very frequently. Anyone, like, the, the right to bear arms is, like, that whole thing is, like, in case you need to, like, overthrow a government. Like, yeah. it's in there. Yeah. They, the, there's a comma. Yeah. There's a comma and there's, like, a dependent clause as part of a well regulated militia. militia. But at this point... But in modern times, if you need to overthrow the government, oh, and you don't have a, you know, you're gonna need some weaponry to do that. Well, yeah, and a uniform, and I vote for Daisy Dukes and an Daisy American Dukes. T-shirt yeah. with uh, the shirt tucked in. Yep, with no belt. Look, I'm fucking pro gun. I say, I, and I don't like the like. If if you want to have a fucking M60 like animal mother in full metal jacket and like belt fed, you know, belt fed weapons make the world go Get round. So. Yeah, hey, good for you. If if you want to, you know, I, I don't believe that you should have a tank, but if it's a small, if it's a, if it's a weapon you can carry but around. I'm not anti-gun. I don't think Gomer Pyle should have a gun. All right, for good reason. I, I don't give a fuck who has a gun. I don't own a gun, much less multiple guns to necessitate a gun rack. But that's Wayne's world. But. Uh, if people want to, if for me, if it fires bullets and you can carry it, fuck it, own it. I don't give a fuck what you want to do. I support your right to have those guns. I don't have one. I don't want one. I like knives. I'm a knife guy. I want to fucking get up close and personal with you, like an IHOP waitress. Yeah. Well, there's already been a long way to go. I'll tell you where where I can tell you where things are going next is uh, as far as constitutionality, Second Amendment. I gave you the light three minutes ago. Ouch. Is uh, people mounting guns? Wait, people this already... motherfucker's at the table, and you gave me the light. Ah, <laughs> I, mean, I gave but, the show the light. Yeah, what you're gonna see? We're next, a collective. What you're gonna see next are people attaching weapons 
to drones. Already been done. Exactly. You've already got that out yeah, there. Yeah, that's called that, the military. It's called a drone. Yeah. But you're gonna have they five, strike several. You're, you're yeah. Have, what happens is people stopped okay. attaching them to drones so that you're, we could have them here. You're gonna have people, private citizens, buy a drone off of Amazon and then put their weapon, whether it's a gun or whatever, and they can fire it from a drone. And then that you get into a whole Second Amendment. Back in my day, people just used their drones to take creepy pictures of women fucking laying out in the neighbor's yard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in the good old days, yeah, exactly. we used our drones for pornography. Exactly. Catching the neighbor with the big plate glass, doing whatever they're doing in their house. Uh, hey, y'all want to do a quick news quiz? No. Sure. I mean, sure. sure. Okay. Are being forced to? Yes. Apparently we uh, are. Oh, great. This is, uh... Half the fun of this show is begrudgingly accepting whatever happens during the show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, uh, United Airlines was in the news recently, as have been... Uh, Beat up a passenger. A, a made, uh, no, no. no. Uh, American Airlines and Delta, because American Airlines had the guy come on, basically, let's go, bro. Come on, bro. And then about the baby uh, carrying thing, and then the... Uh, I don't think I saw that. And then the uh, Delta, they were like, we're going to put your kids in foster care. Hmm. Yeah. They threatened to tell. They told the family they were going to put the kids in foster care. I'm I mean, autistic, Sonny. Did the right? kid need to be in foster care? Uh, no, no. So uh, United <laughs> Airlines is back in the news for, and they they apologized to a woman. Um, it's a French woman. Uh, why did they have to apologize? Why always got to bring up race? It's not a French is a nationality, not a race. Did they tell her she wasn't allowed to shower in the bathroom or something? Uh, no. How you just assuming because she had armpit hair? She's French. No, she was French. She was trying to get did she back say, to Paris. Did she say, ha, ha, ha? She only spoke French, and she was trying to get back to France. Comme si, comme ça. They, um... Was she a conehead? Ah, nice one. Nice one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shredded pork flesh and chi- fried chicken embryos. That was, uh, that was... <laughs> Yeah, they had to apologize to her because uh, they let her get on the wrong plane and fly to San Francisco. San Francisco. She was flying from Newark, New Jersey, and uh, I'd, try to get, I'd try to get out of yeah. New York too. She only spoke. She only spoke. Only speaks French. I guess she's still alive. Only speaks French, and they had a last-second gate change. But she saw on her ticket which gate to go to, so she goes to it. Now, usually at the gate, they tell you. The city that they're going to. Right. And the, if they scan your ticket, oh, you're not on the right flight. You need to be at a different gate. Uh-huh. They let her ass on anyway. And she ended up in San Francisco. Right. Instead of she, Paris. She didn't speak English? She didn't speak English. Well, that, let this just be a lesson. America for mm-hmm. Americans. You want to come to America? Speak American. America. That's a good lesson to learn. I learned and, that when I was a baby. And San Francisco, beautiful this time of year. I hear they're very nice to French people there, too. Yeah. yeah. Very that. accepting of other people. Yeah. But they scanned her ticket for the wrong flight. Whatever. Get on the plane. There's an open seat. Just sit down right there. You'll be fine. I mean, she should have known when Barry Bonds was on the plane. She was going to the wrong place. Yeah. But it's like United, two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, they had a guy who paid for a ticket for a destination, and they pulled him off. Violently. Violently. For a ticket he paid for, for a flight he paid for and bought, now the, the pendulum has swung completely to the other direction where they're letting people on flights that they didn't buy and seats that they didn't purchase. Like some, we want a happy medium, United. Can we, yeah. meet, can, we, can, we, can we settle somewhere in the middle there? Can't you just send people willy-nilly across the globe? Yeah. Like a business strategy. No, exactly. Um, one other one. A man in Bucharest, Romania. I thought we were doing a news quiz. Yeah, yeah. Th- you didn't is... fucking ask any questions there. I asked you why she got, uh, why they had to apologize to her. Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, a man in Bucharest, Romania. And I'm Sunny Weathers. Is oh. is going to prison. He's getting prison time. Five years in prison uh, for the death of a neighbor in July. Uh, how did she die? I mean, I'm not up to date on my Bucharest, Romania news, so hmm. I'm gonna say. Is this gonna? Is is it something? Hang on. Uh, can can I ask a question? Sure. 
Is it something that's going to end up on season four of Fear Thy Neighbor? Probably. Okay, good. I'm going to say, uh, and I'm going to hate myself for saying this, uh, if there was foul play involved, she was attacked by several of her neighbor's chickens. No. But, but, But I believe he does have livestock or animals or something. Several yeah, of yeah, his yeah, yeah. He's got goats. Yeah, uh, he has animals. Does that have to do with anything? I'm gonna mm-hmm. say I'm gonna say he was toadsed by the magoats. No, when you have animals, sometimes you Black you That's feces. When you well, you 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 you, uh, you you utilize something to keep the animals on your property. Fences. Yeah. Huh. Shoot electricity. He, he killed yes. her with a Denzel Washington movie. He erected a fence, an electric fence, a 220-volt fence. And well, it's, it's fucking Europe. Of course it's 220. And he didn't mark it. And she touched it and well, died You instantly. can't let the cows know yeah. that the fence is electric. Yeah. <laughs> the cows speak Romanian, unlike this fucking French bitch. <laughs> they, uh, if you're trying to electric a cow, you gotta let language. them wander into that fence. Signage will ruin that surprise. Yeah, uh, he's 34, she was 69. And, uh, yeah, 69. Yeah. Well, how about this? You'd think by your fucking one year short of 70, you'd fucking know not to grab an electric fence. She didn't know it was electric. <laughs> did it, I was going to say, did it make her boogie oogie oogie? Boogie oogie oogie. It's electric. It's electric. Man. She should have known because the hustle was playing the whole time. <laughs> oh. What is that sound? Or what, however you say that in an Eastern European yeah, accent. This fence is hissing. Oh, wow. I, I know what it is. What is that sound? There we go. <laughs> I oh. must break you. Yeah. I thought Romanian women were tougher than that. A little electricity never hurt nobody. Yeah, if you can't fucking hear 220 humming through an electric line. Oh, shit. Like, how do you... How Fix do you, your goddamn hearing. Yeah, dude. how can you not... How can, Electric fences, it's not like it's a fucking wooden fence with electricity pulsing through it. It's not even like it's a chain link fence. Like, you can tell an electric fence. It's just a wire. Yeah. I, I grew up with an electric fence. With, we had yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you see, like, oh, there's just. Our shirt was only 12 huh. volts, so we touched it. It was like, ah. Huh. There's one wire running along this fence, and none of these cows are going past it. Wonder what it could be. Wonder what it could be. I um, wonder what it could be, comrade. Speaking of that accent, which is not Romanian, by the way. Um, oh, yeah? Well, let's hear your fucking Romanian accent. Know, Romanian is more of a romance language, so it will sound kind of like a, 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 I would imagine it sounds more like an Italian or, yeah, an Italian. Uh, it's an Eastern Bloc country, isn't it? it it's Fuck a, it's you, a, Russian. It's, it's, it's a, a depressing country in Europe, right? Yeah. It Fuck is. you, Russian. How about that? Uh, CBS News, there's a, there's a little video of CBS News reporter actually interviewing Vladimir Putin today. Uh, about the James, James Comey firing. And it just so happened that Vladimir Putin was in a hockey uniform getting ready to go play a hockey game when they interviewed him. Still a better president than Putin, and, than uh, uh, Trump. And, uh, uh, they're the same. I mean, eh. If you I'm, had to pick between two of them. I'd kill myself. I mean, at least... It, I don't want to be like, at least Putin looks like a fucking dude. You know... Looks like a like a man. Yeah, I mean he is, but still, I mean I'd rather look. Look, the, I, I don't know. I don't one know of them's one of them's gonna destroy life on Earth. I'd rather be with the fucking dude that looks like a badass ripped motherfucker on a horse. I I don't know. He plays hockey. I do not know. Oh, by the way, in the let second- me ask you this: What if he's in front of one of those old school hammer and sickle flags? Ooh. Huh? Sign me up, son. Like Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. I, I'd rather incompetence over, like, like supervillain. That's where we differ. Yeah. That is um, where we differ. By the way, uh, Vladimir Putin in the second period of that game, got a penalty called on him by the referee. Two minutes for interference. <laughs> I saw that pun coming from a mile away. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so, did you vote for Hillary? Uh, yeah. I did. Then you fucking voted for the supervillain. The fucking Clinton's got more bodies than Putin. Mysterious heart attacks all around for everybody. Yeah, it's crazy. All these people involved with politics that somehow get stabbed. I don't know, man. Uh, Trump's body count is starting to pile up. Sally Yates, Michael Flynn, James Comey, 
No, we actually mean we actually mean real dead people. Oh, okay. But uh, political body count. Yeah. Well, I didn't vote for any of them, so I feel better about that. I voted third party. Yeah. I can sleep at night. <laughs> Not long, you know, but Not, I try. Yeah, exactly. That's different reasons. Yeah. All right. I can fall asleep like a baby. All right. Well, let's let's. Uh, I guess wrap. I gotta tell you about Nashville. I think we're good. We're we're right there. Let's go ahead and wrap yeah, up. Let's start talking about more off air shits. Way more fun. Yeah. yeah it's way better. Exactly. We, let's we, get off air so we can have like, the good. Yeah. Exactly. Podcast you guys need right. the outtakes. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I'm Jeremy White. Sonny. Evan Rapp. You've been listening to the Red Stick Podcast. Evan Rabble is a badass motherfucker. Love him.